Welcome back to another podcast episode. This is a little bit different. It's called Business Breakfast and Bedhead. I actually do these live calls on Instagram weekday mornings at 8 a.m.-ish. That's 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So if you're Pacific, 7 a.m. If you're Eastern, 10 a.m., I would love for you to come live and hang out with me at them. But, you know, it's always 8 a.m.-ish because, you know, your girl's got to sleep sometimes. And I was getting so much feedback from everyone that they loved it, but sometimes they missed it and it'd be nice to listen to it that, I mean, why don't I put it here on the podcast? So if you don't already follow me over on Instagram at Don Bradley Hair, D-A-W-N-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-H-A-I-R, should have made a song about that, go follow me there because then you can take part in these live calls and actually correspond, correspond, like it's like writing a letter old fashioned, you can actually chat with me there and be live on these. But if you can't make them, no sweat. Now they're going to be here. So welcome to Business Breakfast and Bedhead. Buckle up, friend, and let's dive in. Here is an easy way to fire a client. If you've had a client that's been with you for a while, or maybe it's someone brand new, and maybe you just don't feel like you click with them, or they never seem happy, or it doesn't feel like a right alignment, or maybe it's an abusive client. There's many different reasons why we have to let go of a client at some point or another. And I want to make sure that you feel comfortable, confident doing it, and that you're not sacrificing yourself, your wealth, and your well-being, keeping someone around because you don't want to go through an uncomfortable conversation or situation. So good morning and welcome to Business Breakfast in Bedhead. If you're new here, my name is Dawn Bradley, and I go live weekday mornings, Monday to Friday here on Instagram, as well as these lives go over onto the Anxious Creative Podcast. So if you're not subscribed to the Anxious Creative Podcast, you can go subscribe to it wherever you listen to podcasts. And just know that I am so excited. I love chatting with you live. Hi, I've been waiting to say hi to you. Yes, I am going live a little bit late. I always say 8, 8.30-ish. If you guys didn't see, before I get into chatting about firing a client, go ahead and put your name where you're tuning from in the comments so I can say, look at, I ripped a shelf off my wall. So I can say good morning and welcome to you. If you're brand new here, just put a new by your name so that we can welcome you in here. I really believe this is the best place on the internet to be. And yes, this is my real bedhead going on here. It doesn't get more real than this. So we're going to be getting into how to fire a client that has you walking away really proud of yourself. But first, because the reason why I'm going late today is because if you guys saw my stories yesterday, I accidentally took my ADHD meds at night instead of in the morning. I put it in a little, I have this like little bowl that I put it in because sometimes I take it in my sleep. So I put one pill in here at night and then in the morning, if it's gone, I know I took it. But while I was getting ready two nights ago, I was talking and then I just put it in my mouth and I swallowed it and I went, oh my gosh. And so I actually woke up at 1.30 a.m. yesterday and I was like done my work day, but I, I went live with you guys and I was like done because I had like taken over the world at that point and I didn't go to bed until eight last night. So I was basically up for two days. And so I slept from 8.30 last night till 8.30 this morning and I'm feeling much better. Okay, so let's get into how to fire a client. If you guys are new here, welcome to my business breakfast in bedhead. This is the best place on the internet to be because I don't want to be someone talking on a screen at you. I want to be talking with you. And I know there's going to be questions. And so I just wanted to let you guys know there is a question question mark down here. Tap on that. Pop your questions in there. That way I can bring them live. Also, if you are like, I missed out on Rock Your Business and I want in on it. It's too late. Enrollment's already started, but it's not too late to get on the early access list for next time. So if you're wanting to get early access to Rocket Business next enrollment, you can still click the link in my bio, dombradley.com slash RYB and go get on the wait list for next time. Hi, Ash from Rexburg, Idaho. Hi from Sudbury, Ontario. Crystal from Reno. New, your hair mentor. Welcome, Crystal, to, to Business Breakfast in Bed. And I'm so happy that you guys are here. Anyone 
you guys that see you see new beside their name, go ahead and give them a big hello. Amy from Kansas, Michael from England. Whoop, whoop. We got so many of the new RY beers in the house. Yes, I love it. Victoria, good morning. Hi, I'm Kenzie from Saskatchewan, my home province. I love it. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Do I have ADHD-specific content? Not specifically. Well, you might be able to go on my website. Go to my blog, dombrelli.com, and then head over to the blog, and you can actually search ADHD, and then anything with that will come up. I love it. Good morning, good morning. Okay, let's get into hello all, snippy sin, Tampa. We've got Denna. My glasses aren't on, so I'm like, ooh, I'm like that age. Look at all my lashes came off on the side. I got them on the side. We've got Denna Brooks. Blush is brand new. Welcome to Business Breakfast in Bedhead. I'm so glad that you're here. Oh, thank you, Victoria. Putting that. If you guys want in on the wait list, you can go here. This link's still in my bio. Hello, Jen. High Court does my hair. Okay, so let's get into it. An easy way to fire a client. I'm going to share with you. Oh my God, don't I love you? Yeah, I'm a hot mess. But Miami, Florida. Okay, I'm going to share with you guys this morning how the easiest way to fire a client. But first, I want to like actually share with you a story that I did it. Now, if you saw my Instagram stories a couple of weeks ago, I had one that popped off in engagement. And I mean, people were like, if you want to have some interesting entertainment, go grab some popcorn or your favorite snack and go head to my post that says my client refused to pay her no show. And this is how I fired her. And I know you all will get the point of the post. But if you want to go read the comments, who? Talk about learning to grow a thick skin. People misunderstood the post completely. I am here to share with you how you can let go of a client in a way that has you feeling really proud of yourself and also honoring yourself, your business, and your client. And so that post I shared about how I had a client and we had a bit of a pass. Now, I didn't share the pass because that wasn't the point. The reason why I fired her wasn't the point of the post. So there's information in that post that's not there, right? Because it's not important. That's not the point of the post. Now, a lot of people are arguing in the comments that I am that that I am supposed to share that. I mean, once again, it's the internet. I can do whatever the freak I want on here. Do you feel? Anyway, I know you guys are really smart people and you're going to get the, the purpose behind it. And so I want to share with it more because I want you to be able to let go of clients easily so that you don't have that stress and anxiety. Because how many of you guys put a me in the comments? How many of you guys have a client that you're like, I probably should have let go of a long time ago? And you get anxious every time you see their name on your books. You get anxious the day that they're the day before they're coming in. You get anxious the day they're coming in. You get anxious during their entire appointment and you're stressed out about it. And you're like, I don't know why they keep coming back to me. We're like not even a good fit, but you don't actually let them go because you're like, well, that's way too uncomfortable and I don't know how they'll respond. Right. So let me tell you this story about how I fired a client. I th this one, I'm going to share the story about the post. and I'm going to share another story. So this client might have been with me from like the beginning of moving to Calgary. She'd come and see me at the basement in, in the basement that I worked in. And she was lovely. And she still is lovely. That's the thing. I'm not saying anything bad about my client. One thing that I continued to do is I would continue to tell her like, hey, we can't get you light that light in one appointment. And she'd be like, okay. Like, so just so you know, like you're going to need to come back more often. And I'm not going to be able to get you that light today. And then she would always phone and be like, hey, it's not quite bright enough. And I was like, right, because I couldn't get you that light in one appointment. However, I never actually followed through on saying like, no, you need to come back. I wasn't able to get that. You need to book in again. I would always do a free fix. And that was my fault. I would continue to do a free fix. And so then it got to this happened every single time I said, you need to come in more often because the way I did hair painting, I, I couldn't get her that light in one appointment. She'd come in like every nine months. And I'd be like, once again, I can't get you that light today. 
You're not going to get there. It's not going to be what you want. You're going to need to book in a second appointment. And she'd be like, yep, 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 totally okay. And then she'd always phone back and be like, hey, it's not light enough. And I remember being like, well, you're going to need to book in for another appointment. And she was like, not okay with it. And then I just caved again to my policies and my and things. And so I was starting to get resentful and bitter. I thought of my client, but really I was, she got spoiled. Yeah. And it's my fault. It's not hers. It's mine. I never followed through. I mean, we entered into an unconscious manipulation dance. Absolutely. Right. She knew that I never actually made her pay for the second appointment. So why would she ever come for a second appointment? And then I remember when I, I did say like, hey, remember how I said you can't get it. We can't get you that light. You're going to need to pay for it. And she's like, well, and she kind of started to get a little bit huffy puffy. And right away, you know, when you feel like a client's getting a little bit like on the on the offense, it's like we don't want to cause conflict. We don't want we just want people to be happy with us. We don't want to have any we don't want to have an argument. So it's like, you know, you're, you're I was hoping that she'd be like, oh, yeah, right. I totally remember. Yes, 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 of course. But when she kind of got a little bit angry, I don't even want to say angry, but when she got kind of like the the heat of the room started to rise, I was like, okay, don't worry about it, just come. And so I had been trying to enforce my policies, but I felt too threatened by a confrontation. And so I never did. You felt the vibe. Yeah. And so what I then did, and so, I mean, there was, this is like in 2018. The thing is also, if you want to go read the comments, it's like people like think it like just happened. Also, people don't realize that I'm educating. They think I'm just venting, which is hilarious, right? And so that's why we have to learn to grow thick skins. If you want to step into your bigness, if you want to get those goals of what you're wanting to achieve, maybe it's hitting six figures this year. Maybe it's hitting multi-six figures. Maybe it's hitting 50,000. The reality is, is the size of the vision will match the size of the resistance that you encounter. And ask yourself, that goal, that six-figure, that earner that you want to be, would they tiptoe and dance around and hide from these situations? No, they'd learn to deal with them head on, maybe messily, maybe embarrass themselves along the way, maybe trip up their words, but they would learn to deal with it head on. So when I looked at my phone, my client knew that I was booked with clients all day. They knew that I was a fully booked person at that time. So my one client leaves. I look at my phone and 20 minutes ago, she texts me saying, hey, my tire was is flat. I, I'm going to end up being a few minutes late. Do you still want me to come? absolutely. A few minutes late, I can deal with, right? Like I've always said, and I've always told my clients, if you can get here within 15 minutes of your appointment, I can still do something, right? She was going to be like five to 10 minutes late, no problem. So I just quickly texted her back. And at that point, I'd already started switching people from texting to online booking. And I worked solo. I didn't have an assistant. I didn't have a receptionist, right? It was just me. And I said, absolutely. I hope you're on your way. We'll see you soon. And she's like, no, I was waiting for you to reply. And I remember being annoyed. And once again, I want to remind you guys that I am not projecting any feeling. I'm sharing my emotions and how I felt from the situation. I'm not sharing how I feel about this person. I'm not saying anything negative about this person. I want you to understand that this is a story from my perspective and from how I felt and how I've set things up, how, how at the time I had set things up. So I was feeling frustrated that she had, a, you know, she said she could be a few minutes late. And I'm like, logically, you, you would, you know, I assumed that she would assume I'm with clients not being able to see the text until the time of her appointment. So I was like, Kate, okay, well, I'm guessing you're on your way. We'll see you here in a few minutes. And she's like, no, I haven't left. I was waiting to hear from you. If I come now, I'll be, I'll be another like 20, 30 minutes. And I was like, huh, interesting. Like she had a flat tire, but she had a solution. She was able to get here and she was going to be five, 10 minutes late. And so I'm like, why? Ha-? I was really confused. I'm like, interesting. Why hadn't she even attempted to come here? Like, that's really bizarre. She had a way. It wasn't about the flat tire. It wasn't that she was abandoned on the side of the road. She actually was able to get here. She was waiting to hear my text reply to get there. 
which then showed like which then I concluded like, oh, she didn't really want to come because if you have a solution, have a way to get to your appointment, you start coming and you, you usually phone and say, hey, I'm running a few minutes late. I'll be there as soon as I can. Is that cool? Right. You don't wait to get back, wait to hear back from someone that, you know, is fully booked. And so we had a conversation on the phone. I said, oh, my gosh, like if you would have left when you texted, like you'd be here and I totally could. At that time, I was double booking. Right. So I had clients. I put color on for 45 minutes. Then I went and as they sat for 45, I did another client. So she was half an hour late at that point. I couldn't take her. So I called her and we had a really good phone conversation. And I said, I'm going to have to charge you the late cancellation and no show fee because you've chosen not to come. And she was like, no worries. Totally got it. I'm fine with that. So she was totally okay with paying the fee. And so when Elena, who worked for me at the time, Elena would come into the salon a few hours a week, but she still she still works for me, but now just remotely, she sent out the fee. And then I got the text that you've seen in that post. If you've seen it being like, I've never been late. I've never no-showed. Like, I've supported you for years. I'm shocked that you're charging me the full price of the appointment. And so, yes, that's what my client said and believed. And when people in that post, if you go look at the comments, people are like, your client's never been late before. And I was like, interesting that they're taking like the words that my client has said to me as like golden truth, especially as professionals who know that lots of times clients have a very different perspective than us. Right. And so, yes, this is what my client believed. And usually that's what people will say when they're defending themselves. Right. A lot of times when we're guilty, we get defensive because we want to prove that we're not guilty. We always, always go on the defense when we're feeling guilty, even if we're feeling guilty about not doing anything like in the airport security. I always feel guilty, like, oh, my gosh, I did something wrong. Right. Like <laughs> or like when there's a cop driving beside me, I'm like, oh, I'm totally in trouble for something like, oh, my gosh, I don't know. Right. Like we feel guilty. And when we feel guilty, we get defensive. And so my client sent me this text. and It was on a Sunday afternoon. And no word of a lie. This is like the funniest part is I was sitting on the couch creating Rock Your Business, which helps other anxious, introverted, you know, scared of conflict business owners with their business. And I remember being like, this is a pure example. The easiest thing for me to do would just be smooth it over, say no worries, no problem. But I had been carrying a lot of resentment and frustration at myself for having tried to enforce my policies with this client in the past and then never following through because I was scared. Never actually like I kind of start and then she'd kind of get a little confrontational. I would feel once again, I don't know on her end. She's a lovely person. Once again, I have nothing bad to say about this client. Know that. But I had let the frustration and resentment build up between her and I on my side because I had tried to communicate to her like we're not able to do that in one appointment. She'd always come back for a fix every single appointment. And I'd be like, well, no, I remember I told you we can't get you there. And then it would kind of feel a little tenacious and ten, 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 feel, I'd feel, it would feel ten. And so I'd, I'd be like, you know what, don't worry about it. I'll do it. And so I kept trying to and like reminding and I'd be like, don't worry about it. And so it was on me. And so this was the time that, yes, this was about a different policy, but I was like, I need to follow through on it. And so I have a joke that when a cop doesn't pull me over, I say out loud, phew, we made it. <laughs> I love that, Victoria. And so then what happened is I just sent her a message and I try what I wanted to do and how I wrote it. And this is what I want you guys to really listen to. How I wrote my reply to her was as if it was going to be broadcast publicly somewhere. Because a lot of the times we get angry and snippy and passive aggressive. And if some, I want you guys to reply to negative or, you know, unhappy clients in a way that if this was to be broadcast on the evening news or over the internet, can you tell my age? On the evening news, how would you feel if people heard it? And so if you guys go look at that post, you'll see I was like, hey, 
totally get it. I thank you so much for being a part of my business. Like, you know, obviously when someone doesn't show up, I'm unable to make money and pay my bills. And I actually, I kept it in third person of like, my business is unable to pay its bills. I'm not able to pay for the things in my business. So knowing that that's the case, like, what would you feel is fair? So I put it in her hands. I was like, I want to know what you think is fair. I understand that you're not happy with wanting to that, that we sent you an invoice for the entirety of your appointment. Like, I want to let you know that, like, this is how my business runs and this is how it is. And and when someone doesn't show, that's money out of my business's pocket that I need to make up somehow. So knowing that, what would you feel is fair? I let her dictate it. So then she responded to that saying she had an $80 credit at the salon. She said, I think the $80 is fair. And so I was then left with a decision. Okay, am I happy to oblige her what she feels is fair and then carry on with our relationship, professional relationship, or am I not okay with it? And I decided at that point, because the history of our relationship, it wasn't a one-off thing that had happened. I decided, you know what, I, whether or not she's consciously taking advantage of me or, or disrespecting me, I haven't followed through on my policies until this point. I've kept getting to this point in my policies being like, hey, like I need to. And then I've always caved in. And I was like, I need to follow through. And I know that I'm not going to get my, my, my full money from her. I know that like, and I realized at that point, I am way too stressed out every time I see this client. Once again, loved her as a person and as a friend. Like we had so much fun together. But every time I did her hair, I felt super stressed out. And I'd always, and I was like, you know what? I could try and say like, hey, you've got two choices. Either you can pay the full amount and I'm happy to continue to be your hairstylist still, or this is where we end, right? Happy to honor the $80, and then this is where we end. But I decided, you know what? I don't actually want to continue on with her with a client. Once again, not that she's a bad person at all, lovely person. And I actually miss her because we had a lot of fun. But the, the business side of the relationship caused me a lot of stress. So how I decided to respond, I said, you know what? I'm happy to honor what you feel is fair. Thank you so much for your support of my business. It's meant the world to me. She was with me from the start here in Calgary. But I decided that I'm happy to give her what she felt was fair, but I'm not going to let the behavior continue. Not from my end. I'm not going to continue to not follow through on my policies. It's not her behavior I'm not continuing. It's my behavior I'm not continuing. And so I said, I'm happy to give you what you felt was fair. Thank you so much for your support of my business. Moving forward, this is where our professional relationship will end. I wish you all the best and I look forward to seeing you around. And so that is how I compassionately let go of my client. From my perspective, from my own emotions and from stopping myself from never not following through always. I stopped my behavior of not following through and respecting my business in a way that like I don't doubt that she got read that and was hurt or offended. Absolutely. Even even the most compassionate way you can put something is probably going to hurt the other person or they're going to feel upset in the moment, especially I hope with time and perspective, she's able to understand it and see it. And I know, but at the end of the day, I was like, if she goes in one of the comments in that whole feed was like, what if she's, you know, I can't believe this is so harsh because people don't have the full story. So I understand that people are going to jump to conclusions, which is hilarious because like one of the key lessons in Rock Your Business is about not assuming. We have to learn when we don't know something or we don't agree with something right away and it's on the internet and we only have one perspective and limited information. We need to learn to get curious. You have to get curious and ask questions before drawing a firm statement and, and conclusion. Learn to get curious when a client no-shows you or when a client says something or when there's a sticky situation at work with a coworker. Get curious first. Whenever someone, and we have emotions and they happen for a reason. 
But before you act on those emotions, like if your client, if your coworker did something really shitty and then you like a backlash at them and then you just find out that they, they lost their mom or their dad or their sister and you're like, oh shit, I feel terrible. We don't know what's going on outside of it. We need to learn to get curious. So obviously there was more of a history between this my self and how I felt about this client in my interactions and my lack of following through, right? And I'm I'm putting this in the perspective of me because it's not my client's bad. It's not that my client was wrong. It's that we had learned, I had unconsciously trained her that I never follow through on my policies. I had unconsciously trained her that the rules that were there weren't really there, right? You teach people how to treat you. And so when I decided, okay, I want to actually follow through on my policies this time, but I don't want to slam a door in her face. And I, I don't want her to feel bad. And also, if she goes and shows people the interaction, I don't well, I want them to read it and be like, oh, well, she asked you what you wanted and, you know, you decided. And then she, you know, I very respectfully, I didn't, I gave her what she wanted, but then I stopped us from moving forward. Now, people who aren't with the same self-awareness or understanding might totally rag and bitch on me. I get it. And that's one of my, been my hardest lessons in life is learning to be okay with people not being happy with me learning to be okay with people misunderstanding me and learning to be okay with people just not liking me. So long as at the end of the day, I can look in the mirror and I can go, you did what was best for you and your business and you did it in a respectful way towards that person. I didn't hurt anybody in the process. And especially because a lot of times who we're hurting in the process of things is ourselves. And so I want to give you guys that today because you can compassionately and professionally let go of a client And although me and this client don't have a relationship at all anymore, I really believe that you can let go of clients in a way that you can still maintain a good relationship with people, right? You can continue. You could learn to put your boundaries up and it doesn't have to be slamming a door in their face. And you have to learn to honor yourself. Like I said, this whole purpose of that. And if you guys go, like I said, it's entertaining to go into the comments. Oh my God, I I did not ever expect it to pop off the way it did. And you can see the people that understand the point what I was making and people who misunderstand or make assumptions about the scenario. And so I want you to, to take two things from this. You are allowed to let go of a client and you can do it in a way that feels kind, compassionate and powerful on your part. And you can actually, you know, sometimes keep that as a good relationship in your life, just not professionally work with them. And you can do it in a way that honors yourself and your business and your client. And they might feel a little taken off guard and hurt at the, at the beginning. But at the end of the day, you can do things in a way that is respectful and polite and conscientious and also not caving into one way or not standing up for yourself. And you can all, and the other thing I want you to take from this is to learn to get curious. When Lewis, come here, you can just go open the door. Oh my gosh, she's standing outside the door, but this is my side to be done. And so the next thing I want you to do is when you see something, when someone offends you, hurts your feelings, or you read something that you fundamentally disagree with, I want you to, instead of drawing a hard conclusion about it, I want you to learn to get curious. Go, what do I not know about this situation? What else could be at play? How can I get curious and ask questions before drawing hard conclusions about limited information? All right, and I know I have a question here. I'll answer that. But that is the easiest way to let go and fire a client is to have to ask what they would feel is fair and compassionately go, Do I want to give them what they feel is fair and continue on with this? Do I want to fight them on it or and not and try and get my money from them? Or do I want to give them what they feel is fair, but stop the behavior? And I'm saying it's not the behavior of my client. It was a behavior of me not following through on my policies. And the hardest thing about this is most of the things that frustrate us and annoy us and get us frustrated and bitter and resentful 
about our clients has everything to do with us. Oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. I know you don't want to hear that. If they come around not being pissed, they'll they'll be an even better contact to have, right? Like, I love that. Actually, like one of my students, Sarah, she actually asked for a refund like a couple of days after she joined Rock Your Business. And I, my assistant sent me the email and I responded personally being like, hey, like totally understand. Like, here's the terms of our refund policy. Happy to do that. But like, can I ask like what's going on? And she's like, you know, told her me that she was anxious and she was feeling like she spent too much money. I was like, okay, let's walk through this. And she's one of my greatest success stories, right? Where it could have been very easy for her. And I know like, because if I was in a similar situation, like I already asked for a refund, I got to like follow through on this. I'm embarrassed and my pride, our pride and our egos get in the way so much, right? When there's always usually a solution better. So that is Airy, oh my gosh, you're on my live. I did not get her back on IG. That is how you let go of a client in a kind, compassionate way. And you want to respond with compassion and understanding. Like I said, I'm happy to give you, in my message, I'm happy to give you what you feel is fair. Thank you so much for your support of my business over the years. It's meant the world to me. Moving forward, I believe this is where our, the, our professional relationship should end, right? Huh? And so I'm, that is how you do it. And I want to know, I'm thinking of doing like a one to two day workshop on policies and and enforcing them and how to do it professionally, doing a two day workshop, maybe next month so that it'll be live. It'll be recorded. You guys will get the recordings for apps, even if you can't make it live. And we'll do lots of Q&A and lots of like, not role play, but scenarios of your own. Would you guys be into something like that? I'm thinking of doing like a two day workshop. I'm so glad I could be here with you. I know what it's like to need the conversation, especially when it's in your own mind. Oh, there's some, I missed a whole bunch. Okay, so I'm just gonna look at this question really quick. So what can I do to start a beauty business while going to school? Oh, I love this question. So Jellybean Boons, AJ, Amy, I don't know what you, what you prefer to be asked. Honestly, so when I was in school, as soon as I started learning things, I started doing them on friends. And, and so I know, have you have you started, you've started school already? Or are you about to start school? What I believe you should start doing now is telling people that you're going to school, telling them, getting everyone you know the word out that I'm going and I'm going to need hair models and getting people excited. If you were at my live yesterday and if you weren't, go back and watch it. I talk about the excitement you put into things transfers. And so many times when we're like, people are like, I need more clients. I need to get more booked. And it's like, Hey, I need more clients. I need to get more booked. And they're like posting like a static post on your stories being like, this is my availability this week. Like, that's not, it's true. And it might work and you might get some bookings. But if you're like, oh my gosh, you're never going to believe I have openings this week and you are so lucky you're going to be the one that's going to get it. Or, and I'm not even saying online, but like even sharing with your friends and family, I'm so freaking excited. I've been wanting to go to cosmetology school for so long. I've been playing with like my friends here and I've always done it and I love it. It comes natural and I can't wait to get better at it. I really would love if you would come in and be one of models while I learn. It's going to be so good. The instructors are around. So like nothing, nothing can go wrong. It's actually you've got more, you know, coming to the coming to the school to get your hair done is even better than going to someone brand new at a school in a salon because you have more guidance and people. And oh my gosh, it's going to be so fun. We're going to have so much fun. I have so many ideas already for your hair. I would love it. Now, obviously, use your personality. But the excitement and the energy you put into something is the, is the excitement and energy they experience on the other end. And so, Amy, like, what I did is I like did a bunch of friends and family's hair on not yet February 13th. Okay. I did a bunch of friends and family's hair at my apartment that I lived in when I was going to school. Get scrappy. I want you all to know, get scrappy. Stop waiting for perfect, perfect circumstances to take action. Just get scrappy and go 
and do it and do it messy and immediate and imperfectly to start taking action. The workers are right outside my window right now. That's all the time I have for today. Jelly Bean Boons, connect with the people inside of our way, our way being lean on them hard. But those of you guys, I didn't even see, are you guys down for a two-day workshop on how to get confident with your policies, how to get your policies in place, how to follow through on them, how to get confident with them and how to actually enforce them with kindness, compassion, and empathy. If I did a two-day workshop, okay, we see lots of yeses here. And then, I mean, I have, what I would do is anyone who joins that would also get my policies online course, which would be really awesome, right? Or, or maybe it would be an additional add-on. I want to keep the workshop really, really feasible for everyone. Okay, cool. Well, thank you guys. Bring on the workshop. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. If you didn't know, the, these episodes go on the Anxious Creative Podcast the next day, or I don't know, they're over on the Anxious Creative Podcast. So you can listen to me five days a week or six days a week over on the Anxious Creative Podcast. All right, friend, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Stay weird, stay yourself, and start to take messy, immediate, imperfect action. You got this. And if you didn't, if you missed out on Rock Your Business this enrollment, it's not too late to get on the early access for next time. We're going to be enrolling probably end of April again. So you don't, you want to get early access because you get special bonuses. Go to dombrelay.com slash RYB, get on the wait list. And if you need to get new clients, shoot me a DM. I'll help you out. Have an awesome day, guys. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast and Business Breakfast Embedded. Like I said, I would love for you to join me live on Instagram every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern, and get your questions answered directly from me. It's so fun and it's super cash and I'm always in my bedhead, usually in my PJs, and we have the best time. And if you enjoyed this episode, Let's spread the love and share it with a friend, a coworker, or a family member. Make sure to like and subscribe to get this out to more people. And if you didn't know, I have monthly contests and all you got to do to win some awesome prizes and merch. And who knows, I think the, the prizes are going to get better as we go. Just leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. That's a huge help for me. And I want to be able to honor you and reward you by putting your name into the contest. The winner is announced the first Monday of every month. And I'm so excited because I hope you win next. So go leave a review wherever you're listening to this. And until the next episode, stay weird, friend.